Welcome to the Freud's Angels podcast, where two highly intuitive women dig into everyday problems using our connection to the divine, psychology, and energy work. We support you in your self-awareness, growth, and aid you in your shadow work. Now we're your hosts. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Grace. Let's get into the show. Hey, angels. Hello and welcome to the podcast. We are on episode 123, 123. We just had to giggle. Here we go. (laughs) We are... (laughs) Pretty easy to amuse us. (laughs) Very very easy to amuse us. We are going to talk about a fun one today, so it could be short, you know, but I say that and then we end up talking for like an hour and a half. I do realize our recent, most recent podcasts have been like an hour and 20 minutes. (laughs) it is what it is I'm like we had a lot to say about a lot of things <laughs> yeah well I think we tend to be like well here's a topic like and then yeah. the subtopics come out as we're talking and we're like oh no there's a lot in here <laughs> yeah the tangents that we go on we're like oh we didn't know this had so many branches it's like yeah. oh okay. maybe uh-huh. we need to do two podcasts <laughs> true story right but we're already in this one so let's see what we got yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited to do a fun one because not that not that they're not all fun for us, but I think sometimes when we're doing these and we access some of the heavier stuff or we come to epiphanies that are good for us, but are also like just kind of like, all right, you know, like I've got a full plate and now I just feel another thing dropping on it. I think that that happens to me sometimes. And it's again, like a good thing, but feeling led towards something light today feels very much aligned with with some needs over here yeah yeah what is it we are going to talk about our chakras today it isn't something we talked about which is really weird because it's totally weird that's where my journey started like really when I first started on this spiritual like when I I shouldn't say started because I've always been a kind of on the path but when I started to get serious about understanding and being present and having it be a part of my life I, the first thing I connected to was your chakras. It was the first thing that I worked with, that I learned, that I read about, um, after a Reiki healing by my old mentor, I was like, what are these things? And I really kind of was really awakened to the power of, um, you know, what they are and, and how to connect with them. Um, and, well, I'll, while we talk, um, I will find the first book that I read, which it's, it was a small book. It was a short book, but it gave me so much knowledge about how to embody, you know, it in an everyday life. So what is a chakra and where does it come from? Um, so they're not of, are we Eastern or Western? We're Western medicine. Yes. I never know, right? Well, it gets confused when you start to dip over to the Eastern. You're like, what are, what are, what is everybody else doing? I can't remember. Because <laughs> my circle is definitely not doing what quote unquote everybody else is doing. <laughs> I totally, this happens to me a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Western medicine did not create this. This came from ancient teachings. Um, it really kind of arose in really early traditions in Hinduism. It is definitely not a white created type of system. It is something that has come from far, 
far away and long time ago. Um, I feel like I'm starting like some sort of like Star Wars movies, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but what 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 are they? There are energy centers now. If you traditionally in in Western society, you'll see that we focus on seven of them normally. The seven centers. There are hundreds all over your body, thousands. We have them everywhere. They're not just the seven ones that traditionally are taught. Um, however, for the sake of this podcast, <laughs> we will stick to the seven that we are <laughs> that 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 us, you know, that we colonial. I, I say this with I I hate sometimes talking about some of these ancient traditions and ancient teachings is a trigger for me because I realize how colonialism, white America, Western medicine has taken a lot of the teachings, yoga and all these teachings from India, from other Eastern medicine. And we kind of make it into this very chic, like. Pop bubble gum. Yes. And it, it totally, I I think in some ways it's, it's like the surface level idea of, oh, I'm so spiritual because I work with my chakras. Like, yeah. no, there's so much more to it. I don't have the depth or the time to share everything that's with it, but mm-hmm. we can talk about it. I want you all to be curious more than just what we're sh- like, go beyond us. Go go do some research about chakras. Go go dig into what they mean and and what they're doing and and how to work with them in your own way. Whether it's through sound vibration, whether it's through chanting, whether it's through you know just working with the energies. You start start easy, start light. But really, if you're interested and it sparks some something within you, go go do research. Don't don't just listen to surface level kind of stuff and just take that for like, that's all that it means. It means so much more. We just don't have the time to explain all that in one hour yes. or less. Yes. Yes. So that's my disclaimer. Yes. That- it is deeply personal. I mean, most of these things are deeply personal, right? Like we present a topic, we present some things about it, but it's all, it's all about you and your, your connection to it. And, you know, some people will, will go through all of this, you know, and, and they get, they get, you know, kind of into the chakra stuff and then, and then it falls by the wayside, you know, it becomes not the the main part of the practice, but it's, it's just part of, you know, just learning about yourself and your own spirituality and the things that you connect with when it comes to spirituality. Um, you know, that the bubblegum spirituality, like it's, it's funny because it's like, I don't hate, I don't hate it. I feel like there's room for everything, but it's just the misunderstanding of what's going on. You know, like, like when I'm surface level doing something, if I'm aware that I'm surface level doing it, it's still okay. It's just that awareness that I need to have to be able to say like, Hey, you know, there's so much beyond this and I'm not willing to go there. I don't want to go there and that's okay. So I'm not going to, you know, present myself a certain way, or I'm not going to be strong in my you know, convictions, because I don't have the desire to go deeper to have convictions, you know, and that's okay, right? Like people can do, you know, the yoga and the chanting and the whatever on a surface level. But as if you understand that you're just doing it on your surface level for, um, for your own purpose on that day, that's totally fine. It's when they start to go into the like, 
ego part of it to tell everybody you know it's kind of like uh, the whole point of it was that it's a personal practice (laughs) right (laughs) that you share to be like hey this is great and I like it you know but you don't share to be like I'm great (laughs) so (laughs) it's perfect because it's well said and it's it's I think it needs to be said so what are the chakras the chakras are energy centers of the body And each one has different meanings. They all have different meanings. Again, we're going to work with the traditional seven that Western medicine works with. Um, And each one has a different connection and a different message to give us in a sense, if that makes sense. Um, I'll let me list them out for you and give you the sense of what each seven ones. I'm going to start and we go down, we go up. So we start at the root chakra, which is the, it's red. Um, and then we have the orange with, this is a sacral, the yellow, the, these are colors associated with each one. That's how they're just, you'll, you've seen pictures. We've all seen pictures of yeah. these color. Yeah. Um, the yellow is a solar plexus. The green is the heart. Sometimes some will be depict the heart as pink. So pink and green, that's why I, I realized just now it's my brand colors. Um, so, well, um, throat, the throat chakra is a blue color, like a light blue or a blue. The third eye, which is the indigo. And that's, of course, your forehead, your third eye. And then, of course, you have your crown chakra, which can be purple. It can be gold. It can be silver. It just depends. But generally, it's purple. Um, and it's our connectivity to, of course, spirit. Um, each one of those centers tell us something different. Now, if you're looking for a book that kind of helps you understand the basis of chakras and 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 how to embody them in your life, there's a book called Chakra for Beginners. I don't know if it's still in print. Um, it's by uh, David Pond. It was the first chakra book I ever um I ever bought and it it's very much and it's funny because I bought it used I have this person like underlined all this stuff in it (laughs) I love it I love it so um it's I want to read something about um you know about it that ties into what Vanessa and I talk about a lot now I think I lost it Uh, We always talk about the idea of being the witness, being um, neutral observer, observing, kind of stepping back from being in the situation, but yet um, allowing yourself to just be in that sense of not engaging. We always talk about that. We did two episodes of non-neutral observer. We all know that this is what we do. So outside of ourselves. Yes. <laughs> so get out from another perspective. <laughs> exactly. To to take the charge off, to take the bias, the mental bias off of a situation and look at it from above versus in the middle of it. You know, you can't see the storm when you're in the eye of it. You know what I mean? Right. So um what there's two things I want to read is that um he says that first one must develop the pers- the perspective of the witness. The witness consciousness being in the world and not of the world. 
It involves stretching yourself into two levels of experiencing simultaneously, being fully present in the experience of the moment while simultaneously observing the experience from a point of detachment. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, I don't know how to explain neutral observer any better than that. Like yeah. that's pretty much, and using that is kind of how we kind of use our chakras and, and we can work with them and understanding them. And the clear perception is the goal, clean windows, not clouded by culturally conditioned beliefs. And as you consider each chakra, reflect on how each one manifests in your life. So I feel, let's talk about, um, and it is for sale. It's $15 on Amazon. It has, it's been re, um, re, uh, the, the cover, like, see, if you look at mine, it's really old, like, yeah. yeah. And, and so they redesigned it and redesigned the covers. It's a really, I feel it's a really good book. Um, it is on Amazon. So it's Chakra for Beginners by David Pond. So if you want to learn and study and understand, absolutely go for it. Um, the other person that is um, a really good person to study, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Author to look for is Anadea Judith. She has systems and books and tons of things about the chakras and the wheels of life and how to connect to them and how to work with them and so on and so forth. So those are two really good um, people that uh, have uh, really good, deep systems and have a good, deep knowledge about how to teach it in, in, um, in the Western world, you know, without... It's, it's like, I feel if you understand them first, you'll go deeper and want to discover more about them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I, I think, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of people who are looking into this kind of stuff, like a lot of what, what I've noticed, especially doing what I do is that a lot of people turn to Eastern medicine because Western medicine is not working. Right. And it's, we're already in a state of like awareness that something is not right, or we're searching for something, you know, there's a search that's going on, but so many people are really busy right now, you know, like, and, 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 and this takes a long time and people don't want it to take a long time. So I think that's why we like the neatly packaged, you know, seven centers and here's the short like version is so great. Like I appreciate that because it allows people who can't like commit, you know, to this depth that, that there needs to be in order to be at the deep part of it, to be like, you can still do, you can still do good work here. Like, and it will carry you where you need to go. And here's, here's a simplified way for you to start connecting. It's like, you know, like the kindergarten way to be like, we're just going to take all the stuff out that's beyond. And we're going to give you like the, the, the basic level understanding. And then you can take that and run with it, or you can still chill on this level and you'll be like, good things will happen for you. Like, that's what I love about those kind of books is that they really understand that not, not everybody can go like (laughs) into the depths. Right. Some people need to just wade across the top of the water and just see. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's true. Um, So let's, let's talk about like what the chakras mean. Like what, have you ever, I'm sure some of you have heard the idea of the I am statement, the I am seed, like it's the, it's the, um, it's the God seed. And in a sense of you're connecting the I am statement is 
is connecting you to um, your the godlike power within you and the idea that you know um, that's why the Om is is the you know they use that that symbol is actually the part of the third eye symbol, the Om symbol. So there's, there's a lot of crossover you'll see from yoga. You'll see from different things because they're all ancient teachings from the same place or some similar places. So with the chakras and I, there's tons of ways to connect. Um, so if you talk about the root chakra, the root chakra is very much about our foundational energy. Think about it. It governs the spine, the reproductive, um, like the, uh, the genitalia, the, um, and sometimes people say it'll also, uh, work. The kidneys is also part of that, but it's about foundation. It's about family. It can be about finances. It can be about safety, security, like, you know, being rooted. If you think about it, you know, we think about our roots and creating roots. It also, you know, works with your hips, your legs, your feet. Like, so if there's imbalances, it's going to affect you physically. You all know, I'm always saying that our issues, our inner tissues, as, as the thing, as somebody famous said somewhere, I forget who it was. Um, and so when we talk about these energies, it affects our bodies because when one of these are imbalanced, of course, our bodies are going to respond with some sort of issue. Mm -hmm. Um, so our root deals with our legs, our knees, our feet, our ankles, our hips. That's all root chakra energy. If you have familial trauma, that's where it's going to be. That's where it's going to reside. If you have um, any type of um, this and understand everything crosses over. So if you move up into the orange chakra, which is a sacral chakra, that's your, um, you know, your ovaries, your bowels, your spleen, your, that type, the bladder, that type of area, there's crossover. So when you're talking about reproductive issues or anything in that nature, it's going to be a sacral or root chakra or combination of them both. So when it's, it's kind of like an information checkpoint like oh what am I feeling oh maybe you have um I don't know like I have so for me I have polycystic ovaries I have that syndrome so what my sacral chakra is always wound so tight and so dull because I hold on to my emotions all the time and I don't express them when I feel them and I stuff them down or I used to formerly Used to, sorry, telling my angels that I'm not doing right, that. Talking anymore. about our I am statement. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so when we do that, there's an effect there. My energy is not flowing because these energy centers flow. There's there's a there's a um they rotate, they flow, there's movement in the energy centers. So if there's no movement and it's spun really tight, there's a blockage somewhere in this area. There's an issue chances are it's going to affect me physically. Well, I've never, I've always been the people pleaser. I've never shared my emotions from being a little kid up to like maybe three or four years ago that I actually started to express it. Well, long-term issues with that, it's no wonder I have polycystic ovaries, you know? So there's the sense of, you know, this is the energy part of our diseases, like our ailments, our issues. And 
I really feel that these are indicators of what's wrong in the body. Oh, it's, you know, I'm having feet issue. Ooh, are you not feeling grounded? Do you not feel stable? Are you having issues with your parents or your family? Is what's in the forefront of your mind? What are you thinking about all the time? You know, right now I'm thinking about my parents, like really a lot lately. And, and, and so like, I've been having a lot of swelling and a lot of ankle pain. So it's like, okay, yeah. It's telling me that there's disruption. There's an energy blockage that I need to clear. Yeah. Like right now, as you're talking, I have hip pain. <laughs> hip pain in, in my my uh, my left side. It was gone for a while. And now it is back. And it, I'm not surprised when it came back. I was like, well, this is your root chakra. And you're in the, you know, like you're in the planning stage of rooting and you know that for you as the gypsy soul that you are is, is a situation every time we we come up with it you know as I was working out the other day I noticed that more inward like down by where my um my tailbone actually is I started to get pain there and I was like this has never happened before and I was like well you're going through like a big a big rooting like this is a big rooting like this is a big 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 deal and you've you've got a lot of clearing and change that's happening right now so just roll with it like hear it feel it clear it know what's going on and it will be okay because it did go away y'all like I didn't hurt myself again um or anything like that literally nothing changed I've been working out the same I've been eating the same I felt great I had no pains and then it came back when I started to actually plan something that would root me. So. Well, and your rootedness may have helped cause that pain. Like the idea of feeling you, you know, the, the idea of maybe, and I'm not saying this is, but like, for example, if you were worrying about where you're going to land and where you're going to live and finding mm-hmm. a stable place for your kid and mm-hmm. all of that is going to contribute to that pain yeah, and that absolutely. idea. So. Yeah. Um, is this the right choice? This is the, you know, like all of that, all of those things that are going through my head. It's not surprised that that's where it's showing up. It's not showing up anywhere else. Yes. Now there are each chakra has a, a name that. I don't know. Okay. Let me say this correctly. Before we Westernized it, each chakra has a specific name in Sanskrit. Okay. And I can't say them. I will not say them correctly. I do not want to butcher them. So go check it out. Like the root chakra is a Moldahara. Moldahara, I think is how you say it. Chakra. But I encourage you to go do some research. Go look. It'll it's it's fun. I use Google and I say, How do you say this? And it says it for me. And I'm like, ooh, yeah. I say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like Google Translate. The color associated obviously with the root is the red. The location of this is at the base of your spine. So if you're thinking about the root chakra, if you stand with your legs, like kind of, I don't know, shoulders width apart, it's there. It's at the base of your spine. So it kind of goes up in from um, underneath you. It's not one because we think of the chakras as facing outwards, like always on the front of us. No, this one kind of points down and it's facing and it's like kind of right at the perineum. And so it's at the base of the spine, but we use that space on the outside to help unblock and, and fix and correct. Now, what are some buzzwords that it represents? 
Again, grounding, security, safety, survival, instinct, stability in Kundalini. Those of you who do Kundalini yoga know that, you know, the Kundalini of the spine really represents and connects with the chakras. I'm not going to go there because it's not my area of expertise. So when you're feeling balanced within the chakra, you feel grounded. You feel a sense of stability and, and, you know, you can easily handle situations. You feel stable. There's not a lot of like, oh my God, what's going to happen? It's a lot of just very foundational type of I'm secure in my foundation. I can create, move forward, whatever. When it's kind of unbalanced, you're fearful. You feel you're, you have unstable life circumstances. Maybe things are hitting you left and right and center. And you're like, oh my God, stop. Um, you, you may feel low energy. Here's one that, that is something that I struggle with sense of lack, the idea of lack mentality, you know, that comes from root chakra issues. And I know it does because I have a lot, I used, I used to have a lot of root chakra issues, still working on it, but it's so much better than it was. Um, You'll the anxiety and the feeling of ungroundedness. Now let's talk about how, how to work with this chakra, like what crystals, like I'm a crystal fan. Give me a crystal. I'll place them on all my chakras and lay there and just absorb the vibrational energy. So think about it. Red, your garnet, your red jasper, um, bloodstone, tiger eye, very grounding stone. If you need grounding, go get a tiger eye. It'll, it'll cement you. Like it'll ground you. Um, right here. Ruby, black tourmaline, like very grounding. Black tourmaline is very protective. So that can really help keep you safe, make you feel safe, but also make you feel grounded at the same time. All right. That's root chakra energy. I hope that helps. Let's move on into the sacral chakra. Now that's the orange and that's like the pelvis area. If you think of your pelvis bowl, pelvic bowl, all that's all that's stored in there. Now, this has a lot to do with our creativity, our emotions, the pleasures. Sometimes some people call this the animalistic, like um, center because it's all your desires and like, you know, uh, um, sexuality and reproduction and all that physical pleasure type of energy. That's, that's what is, um, that's the energy that's stored here. Now, if you're feeling balanced, you feel motivated, you feel creative, um, you have, you're able to while feel your emotions, you're able to express them or manage them in a way that's healthy and, and loving and kind. Um, there's a sense of you have a good sex drive. You're connected to your sensuality and your sexual pleasures, your physical pleasures, what makes you feel good. Um, of course, you know, if you're imbalanced, there's sexual dysfunction, lack of libido, uh, addictions, lethargy, like just feeling stuck not feeling like the world has color, so to speak, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, you inspired, no passion. Yeah. Guilt, fear, emotional, like super, that's, that's sacral chakra imbalances. Okay. So what, how to work with it? Um, anything orange, <laughs> orange, calcite, copper, um, any type of peachy kind of moonstoney, type of thing that definitely helps. Um, and remember it, I, you know, 
if you're a person of size, this is to all my big girls and big men out there, where do you hold your weight? What chakra is your weight in? Like for me, my weight is held in my sacral and my solar plexus chakra. God, Sorry, I didn't, I just had a moment. It's okay. So, and, and, and why, why? Because my sacral chakra is frequently tight, round tight, and it's not always as vibrant. It's not activated. It's, um, it can be very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Just like, I I'm all over the place in, in a sense of like, because I'm suppressing my emotions because I'm suppressing it. It's like my emotions take up root in my body and I'm getting bigger. Like my, I'm my belly is bigger in that space because I'm stuffing all my emotions there. It's like, I'm a squirrel with, you know, but my squirreling is in my sacral chakra. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you, you had a thought. Did you want to share? Yeah. Listen, I had never really thought of that before. And I was like, I have always carried my weight in my butt. Right. And never in my stomach. I can remember a long time ago, somebody saying, I can't believe you have such a flat stomach. Right. And I was like, okay, of course I've had a kid, but since I had a kid and all the trauma, the womb trauma and all that kind of stuff, that's been a a problem area. Since I've started working out, my butt like disappeared. (laughs) Not disappeared, but like, it's not like, like that area that is not the one that is my trouble spot. And I'm like, oh my God, like, that's because I'm trying to heal my root chakra, but the other, but my create my sacral, we're still working on it. So, <laughs> like, but yeah, like, it's just funny that you said that now, because it's never happened to me before. I mean, I've gone through, you know, like, you know, lots of health journeys and, you know, workouts and all of that kind of stuff. And like this shape of my body has never occurred and I'm doing the same workouts that I always have. So it's kind of interesting to think about like the energy part of it that I never knew before any other time that I've been on this journey. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. And and if you think about, um, you know, because it's about emotional intelligence, if you think about it, like at an early age, if you didn't feel safe emotionally, you're going to need protection because being overweight is about protection. So I'm protecting my emotional place, my place of like, where I store all of them because I don't express them. So of course the weight is going to show up there and it's going to just kind of have that idea of I'm padding it for protection. Like I'm, I'm padding it so you can't see them. Mm-hmm. So that's just some correlation. Let's go on to the, um, the solar plexus chakra again, a place where I hold some weight. I it's, it's a place I struggle with. Root chakra energy, uh, solar plexus chakra energy is your is your power center. It's where you you have the beliefs about yourself and about who you are and what you're here to do and and you're right in the world. Now this chakra is yellow. It's like two inches above your navel. It's like you know the the muffin top area. If you think about it, so. um, <laughs> it's the Manipura. I I butchered it. I'm sure chakra. Um, it's about your identity, your self-worth, your willpower, your kind of like your goal, success, your empowerment. This is like your power center. This is where you plug into um, stuff. Now, if you're confident, you're assertive, you you manifest, you're active, you're optimistic, reliable, 
great self-esteem, that's when it's balanced. But when it's not, you're feeling like low self-worth. You feel like you can't, you're stuck. Um, you're, you're super critical, worthlessness, very harsh on yourself. Um, there's, if you're super egotistical, you have a root chakra issue or a I don't, root chakra just keeps being issue. like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> chakra energy all over the place lately. Like, <laughs> in that. Is, is, is root chakra asking you if you're grounded right now, Grace? <laughs> right. Um, so it can even talk about the idea of being greedy, about passive aggressiveness. It can also talk about poor digestion because it does work with um, your stomach and your pancreas. Any diabetics out there? Solar plexus issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, so crystals. <sighs> Anything yellow, of course. Um, citrine, pyrite, golden tiger eye, which is more of a goldy color. Amber is a good one. Honey calcite, golden healer quartz. Anything with yellow, anything that's yellowish. I have a caveat to talking about the crystals to use in healing your chakras. Let it's me put it on the pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you feel drawn to, to work with for that issue is okay. I yeah. don't care which one it is, what property it has. If that cha- if that crystal says to you, this is for your solar plexus chakra. You put that fucker on your solar plexus chakra and you let it heal you. Okay. The crystals know what they're doing. We're just giving suggestions. We're just giving ideas on where to go, but you let the crystals talk to you. Let your intuition guide you. Do not give your power up to any of this information. You know what you need in order to heal. It is, we, we could tell you to tomorrow to tell you to do all these stuff, but none of it may connect to you. Please yeah. take back your autonomy and your freedom of choice. Okay. We're just giving you suggestions and ideas to maybe get you towards an area that could have a crystal, like a color area. It doesn't even have to be yellow. If yeah. you think like some sort of, if you have a, you know, a fluorite or a, you know, some other crystal that's brown or red even, or it's just the color vibration of yellow heals that area. That's why they associate it with colors. Colors have a vibration and a frequency. So that's why they use yellow. Doesn't mean that others won't work in its place. Okay. Please, please, please. If you take anything from this podcast that you get to choose and you get to intuitively connect with the crystals or tools or whatever you're using that's going to help you heal. You know the answers. We do not. We are not you. We are not your heart. We are not your intuition. We are just guides to kind of maybe give you some ideas or places to research, to look at. You have all the answers. We have don't. We just have the answers that we know and the knowledge to give you to kind of get you on the path, to get you thinking, to get direct you on the path. Okay. That was one of the major things that I had to learn because crystals for me, like I love them, but 
like sometimes people would be like, oh, he's that. And I'd be like, I feel, I feel nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like, like, I'm just not connecting with it. And then, you know, like I kind of got into that space of like, well, yeah, there's like guide parts of it, but your, your, your body knows what frequency it's looking for and why, and it it's not going to make sense in my head sometimes, you know, and it's just kind of like, you don't need to make sense of why, why this pink right now, why you want to use it on your root. You don't need to make sense of it. If that's what you feel right now, then maybe you need heart with your root. I don't know. Just do it. <laughs> Stop letting your brain come in and say, oh, right, wrong. And just let your vibration do the work because that is above all way better at, uh, you know, decision-making if we allow it than when we use our brains. Yes. Hashtag truth. Okay. Let's move on to my favorite chakra and the chakra that I have colors of it all over my world because it is my brand color, but is green. And that is the heart chakra. It's my, it's, it's the one I, I think it's the one that I've worked on healing the most. And it's funny because not funny. It's ironic. Let's, let's talk about that. The Let's talk about the facts first, and then I'll get into stories. So it's the Anahata, I believe I said that right, um, chakra. It's green or pink, of course, depending. And it is the center of your chest. If you're a girl and have boobs, it's right in the center of it, right there. If you're a boy, it's your pectoral, like right in your pectoral muscles, right in the center. Um, love, compassion, relationships, oh, trust, forgiveness, healing, respect, gratitude, all of that lives there. When you're balanced, you have empathy, you have gratitude. That's why we, that's why, that's why a powerful tool is to connect to gratitude because you're reconnecting to your heart. You're reconnecting to that space, that into intuitive nature that you have within your heart. Um, you know, you have love, compassion, kindness, trustworthiness, trusting the world is going to support you, trusting that you have your own back, trusting so much, so much. Um, if it's unbalanced, of course, you may have a hard heart. You may not open your heart. You may have jealousy. Um, you won't victim kind of mindset. You won't have like there's no empathy for people or compassion very codependent that was an issue for mine for a long time um and of course the crystals suggestions my malachite emerald rose quartz you can't go wrong with a piece of rose quartz everybody, everybody needs a rose quartz <laughs> them, them everywhere yeah. like, i really believe that if, if like if there's one crystal in the world that i think everybody should have I, it is a rose quartz hundred <laughs> <Yep>. percent <laughs> Um, green adventuring, you know, um, and anything that just is heart energy, but whatever speaks to you that connects to your heart imbalances. So let me tell you a story. I have a bit of a bend in my spine. So I lean a lot. I think it's from cheerleading. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've we never really taught proper technique when we it's... were tossing these girls on our shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> Side note. Okay. This is just an aside. So I had a meeting with my angelic spiritual business team recently, and we were talking about passions. And one of the things they called me, they're like, you're a spiritual cheerleader. And I'm like, I can be that. I've been that before. 
I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I will always be that. <laughs> like, you bet. <laughs> all the time. I'm your life cheerleader too, man. I, I, I'm cheerleading since third grade. I'm going to be doing it till I die. <laughs> Absolutely. and I met by the way a hundred percent like I mean it's there's no coincidences there's only synchronicities that's we needed to link up and cheer together <laughs> and here we are so I digress so the bend in my spine there is a vertebrae in my thoracic spine about t5 or 6 I think that is right at heart chakra level and it twists it like kind of not like turns around but it it's not always like the spine is always they're all directional mine kind of shifts a little bit and that's that's <laughs> that it's heart chakra level heart chakra work the other thing that i want to share about our chakras is to make sure you understand there are some of them that are like on both sides it's just not on the front your chakra is in the back too your energy centers are also in the back. They don't just go frontwards out. They go backwards out. Yeah. So understand that there's there's directions. There's like so many. And so it's not just energy. What, it doesn't have a wall. Right. <laughs> come from one direction. So anyway, so heart chakra issues for a very long time, codependency, et cetera, et cetera. So I have, and and it's all, it's it's my spine right at that heart chakra level that I've been trying to heal. And so it's like, when I think of things and I connect them to my energy and what's happening, it's no wonder. It's no wonder that I have weight in the solar plexus area because that's my power center. I've been feeling powerless my whole life. So no wonder I hold some weight there or have like digestive issues, pancreas, diabetic, hello. Like me, so you know, destroying correlations and showing you that there are things in life sometimes that teach us that have information. Absolutely. Um. So let's. Yeah. Exactly. We have to listen, (laughs) and intuitively listen, not just be like, "Oh, well, they said that this could be because of this." Well, it could be, but let's. Go. Yeah, if it doesn't land, it doesn't land. I mean, that's happened to me before too, where people are like, this is what's happening. And I'm like, ah, it's not landing, you know, and I'm not saying you're wrong because you're giving me information, but even you giving me information that doesn't resonate is giving me information. And <laughs> so I'm thankful for it. You know, like it's not about right or wrong. It's about leading me. Thank you. Get, checking something off your list that it's not true. Absolutely. You don't feel connected yeah. to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to the blue chakra, which is our creation chakra, which holds like, it is called the Vizhuda, Vizhuda, Vizhuda. I don't know how to it. <laughs> Again, apologies. Cause that's it's all good. Yeah, yeah. That is your throat chakra. Now here's the thing. Okay. There's a lot of energy that gets hold here, held here. Let me go through the basics and let me connect something, trigger warning. I'm going to connect something to abuse in a second. So close your ears in a minute if if um, you are triggered heavily by conversation about it. So that's your communication, your truth, your expression, your voice in the world. This is your where you put, like, if you think about your chakras, you come through the ladder of your chakras, you're grounded, you have an idea of creativity, you pass it through your power center of, can I do this? Is this accomplishable? Can I handle it? You connect with your heart saying, hey, is this in our heart to do this? Yes, green light, 
no, no, no coincidence that it's green and mm-hmm. into the creation of sending it out into the world and up into the universe. So that's the throat chakra. You green lighted your creation through your heart chakra. Now we're in the throat chakra. Now we get to create it. Now we get to voice it and put it into the world and express ourselves in the way or manner we express ourselves. Um, it's also about speaking independence. It's also about listening. You know, when we connect to people, having feedback, hearing it, um, it's healthy boundaries, clear communication, speaking your truth, active listening, those types of energies. Of course, when they're imbalanced, it's a lot about fear of speaking up, not having a voice, you know, maybe you over talk, lack of boundaries, maybe you're argumentative, maybe you're, you're, you're a chronic liar, um, of course, bluestones, aquamarine, Laramar, so- sodalite, which is one of my favorites, kyanite, mm-hmm. um, turquoise, appetite, you know, all, all of those help. But again, find yours. So those of you abuse, those of you who experienced abuse or especially some sort of trauma, whether it's physical, emotional, or mental, you, that's where we store it. So whenever I do energy work, when I was doing back, when I was just doing Reiki, a lot of people would flinch when I got to that area. Mm-hmm. And so, and I had worked with um, a friend who suffered a lot of abuse as a child. And, you know, usually we have energy sensitivities. So if someone's like got their hand, like nearly on your face you're okay with it. You're like, okay, I'm good with them being there. Hmm. Some places, some other places, maybe you have to go higher because of the, the, I couldn't even get near this chakra. Like any, I would start at the face and she'd be like, I'm okay. And she would have to kind of breathe through it. But anytime I got close, like when I worked with the heart chakra or anywhere near her throat, she would go into like almost like hyperventilation, hyper, yeah, that's what that word is. I'm like, did I say it right? It doesn't sound right. <laughs> um, so she would start to kind of go into a little bit of panic. So I'd back off. Yeah. Now, because there was so much abuse, there's so much energy stored there. Not having a voice was a very chronic issue for her. No boundaries, no sense of like, just speaking up, like nothing. There was just, she just didn't have a voice. You know, of course, over time, I was able to like, you know, I'm like maybe like what, four or five (laughs) feet away from her, but I was able to go near that in a way that we were clearing some things, but it was just time. It was just many times, many sessions, many whatevers. And it, but it, it was hard. So if you're a person who has issues in the throat, or have been, have any type of abuse, you're going to, you may have issues in the throat. It could be thyroidal issues. It could be, maybe you lose your voice. I lose my voice sometimes. Um, you chronic strep throat or some issues with your throat. That's, you know, that's going to be a symptom of, of having that throat chakra be not okay. Um, so it's also the, you know, it's just a pace of, you know, we also hold sometimes like our ideas of the beliefs of deservingness there as well. Um, 
like, for example, if you, you know, feel like, oh, I deserve the abuse or some sort of belief system that they convinced you that there was some sort of like you, it was because of you that they abused you, that gets stuck there too. So it's, it's a great one to work to clear. It's a great one to work on having blues in your, in your, you know, there's no wonders that people love blue. I mean, look at my wall. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there's to get, to express themselves, to have, to create boundaries, to create whatever it is. Um, but yeah. So, you know, food for thought, just trying to get you to think. Uh, the next one is the third eye, which is the, I don't even know. It's, it's, you know, they don't say the J is the same. The Ahana, I think it's, I don't know. Sorry. You're going to have to go on Google. So gone. You, again, like, I feel like m- most, I mean, even me, I'm just like, I mean, if, if we don't know how to say it, it's fine. You know what I mean? It means that like, you don't need to go studying it and knowing how to say it right. If that's not, doesn't, if it doesn't align, if it yeah. doesn't align, just call it your, you know, yeah. your third eye chakra. <laughs> That is, of course, your indigo. That's right here. It's your third eye. It's oh, it's about intuition, your spirituality, self-awareness, your open-mindedness, focus, clear thoughts, visions. That's all happening when it's balanced. When it's imbalanced, you may have nightmares. Um, forgetting um, anxiety. I sometimes attribute anxiety, not in every case, but sometimes my anxiousness is when I'm separated from my spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. Like I almost don't have my, my compass. Yeah. Like my, I use my guides sometimes for spiritual compass for kind of like navigating situations. And when I don't have it, I start to panic. I'm like, Oh, yeah. like not that I can't make a decision or do something that's right. But I love to intuitively understand what is the best action in this situation. Yeah. And when I don't have that, or I'm disconnected from it, I kind of panic. Yeah. Um, lack of inner guidance, low self-awareness, headaches. Sometimes if you have headaches, I remember, I remember the first time that it was like when I was at first on my, on my spiritual journey and I was, it was coincidentally when I first decided to start dating again. Um, and I was talking to somebody and I just kept getting this like splitting headache. I do not get headaches. I didn't have a thing in the house to take. Like, I, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell you the last time I had a, had a headache before then. And I remember talking to my friend Heather and I was like, it's right here though. Like, cause I didn't understand. And those of you who are listening, can't see me pointing to the middle of my forehead, but I was like, it's right here. And she was like, girl, your third eye is blocked. There's something you're just not willing to see or something. She said something like that. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you know, I kind of, thought about it and it miraculously went away when I started to see what was really happening in the situation and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, oh my God, like that is quite amazing. You know, and because I had started a little bit of a spiritual journey, it was like that was um something that had been opening. And I was close, you know what I mean? It's it's like anything. Like once you unplug something, <laughs> the it wants to be open. <laughs> like it doesn't want to be plugged back up. And that's what it felt like was that I was like trying to slap something on there to be like, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just want to just ignore all of the sim- the signals and all that kind of stuff. And it was like not being allowed to, you know, just really like my intuition being like, no, 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 we're going to see this. And and I'm just, this is how it's going to be. And I, that was like, for me, my first like, oh, okay. So that now I can, you know, when it starts to itch, 
you know, I feel like, okay, what's going on? Like there's something, something's telling you about like intuition right here, you know, that, that like seeing and the things that, you know, like I'm, I'm a, I'm a person who like knows stuff sometimes. And I like to rationalize it away when it's not something I liked that I want to know. (laughs) So yeah, that's my story on that one. That was the, that's one of my, my major ones was like, I mean, I couldn't believe how I was like, it hurts so much all the time. (laughs) Never has this happened. Uh (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to shut the door and it didn't, it was stuck its foot in and it was like, yeah, Yeah. it was like, oh no, this is not the plan. (laughs) Just so you know, it's not the plan. Um, so some of the eye issues, sinus issues, that area of the body, you know, just, yeah, I got, yeah. (laughs) Speaking of sinus issues. Um, so suggested crystals, amethyst, of course, is an all around general. You need to have one in your house, regardless of what you're connected to type of crystal. Um, lapis, which is a beautiful one, fluorite, tanzanite, orolite, sodalite's a good one here too, and labradorite, which is a beautiful one. Um, again, ones that you feel connected to, go yeah. for it. And so let's talk about our crown chakra, which is the Saha, Sahasara, Ra, Sahasara, Ra. <laughs> it's violet or sometimes white or gold or silver, just depends. It's the top of your head. It points upwards to the sky, to spirit, to the universe. Of course, enlightenment, unity, infinity, transcendence, and source. This is your connection. Um, you're connected to your higher self, your higher truth, um, trust in the universe, being present, your oneness, consciousness. This is all up there. And of course, when you're imbalanced, you're detached from store, you may have harsh religious views. Um, very, you know, you see all these people in this, like the West, West Baptist, whatever, whatever, totally crown chakra. They're not connected to yeah. spirit at all. Yeah. Um, clouded mindedness, depressed and confused. And so those are the, some of the symptoms. Those, that is a very nutshelly type of conversation about chakras. Um, understand there are different ways to work with it. Go do some research, a simple way to do it. Like if you're feeling in a certain area of your body that you're stuck or your energy, wear a piece of clothing. Like if you're wear a blue scarf, if you feel like you don't have a voice or you don't have boundaries, wear a yellow shirt. If you feel like you need to step into your power, wear green. If you want to be in your heart, use it on a very simplistic nature. Cause it works because it's vibrational energy. And, and, or if you feel called to use this type of system for healing, understand you can go deeper and everybody is going to want to clear your chakras, open them up, which is okay. Sometimes we need to clear out, but remember there's always information in there. Don't always discount. There's a reason they're stuck. Do some discovery before you get them cleared. Do some discovery and be like, why is it blocked? Why is I'm having this issue? Be a neutral observer, be a witness and and look at yourself and your life and your story and your, your being and your path and really kind of say, what am I seeing that I'm not willing to see in the situation? Mm -hmm. Take the step back, look at it, eagle eye view. 
and get the information and then find relief in getting them balanced and kind of writing yourself. I mean, I used to have them done once a month, but I would always, we'd always talk about what ones are kind of not okay and what, what needs to be done. And I just used it for tools in order to help me heal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of pointless, like anything, if you're going to keep doing the thing, then you're going to keep needing the help. Like, right. Like, and so the goal is like, when you get that information to say, okay, well, I don't want that, you know, like I don't, I, I want to be able to, you know, get to the root cause of that so that we're not, you know, continuously doing this. And I think, I, I, I think, um, it's important, I think maybe like real quickly to give, give people kind of some, some, um, extra added tools of what to do. Like, like, or like, what am I trying to say here? Basically just like, for me, like I was like, Oh, I'm learning about this, but I don't understand it. You know, like, it's like, it's cause I'm trying to be cerebral about, about it. Like I'm trying to like rationalize it and understand it from my head. And what I ended up having to do was like, get in, get into doing something with it. You know, like I can remember the first time I sat down in front of my TV and did a chakra um, meditation with my, you know, on YouTube. Cause I was just like, well, I need to know what it feels like because otherwise my brain just cannot fathom what this experience is. Like I, I I'm over here like, Ooh, rationalization, but it's not, it's, it's not helping. Right. Like I didn't feel connected to it in an, an, an energetic way. And that like changed everything because like, you, but we always talk about the head heart connection. Like I feel like our brain likes to just jump in and be like, we have knowledge. Great. It's like, we need feeling, we need energy, you know, like we need, uh, we need the experience too. So yeah. like for me, YouTube was like my gateway YouTube. And I still use it on a day. Like when I'm like, what the, f like something's going on, I will throw up a frequency for whatever it is I think I'm feeling. And I will just sit there and listen to it with my eyes closed, you know, because I understand now that it's vibrational and that at the very least that that's what I can connect to is to just be like, just find a vibration and like, let that happen right now, because you don't need to get your head in here. You need to just get your vibration. Aligned. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yes, YouTube meditation is a great way to experience how your chakras are working. The other, I feel chanting is another way. There's a ton of YouTube, uh, you know, if you put in chakra chanting or, or in some way, because each one of these chakras has a seed sound, um, like, uh, um, that you can hum, um, and that you can chant and the sound and the vibration that you're creating will help the energetic clearing of it. Um, YouTube is a very great place for that because of its sound and, um, just understand, just intuitively know, get a hit of which one to look at. Some of them are slightly different, but just go explore. Mm -hmm. I had an inspiration and the angels were like, why don't you create a meditation about chakras? And I'm like, okay. <laughs> because uh, back in the day, it's, it's something I would do frequently for, for friends or family or whatever is I would create meditations for them. And it was something that I did. So I, by the time this podcast comes out, which is in three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, um, I will have recorded a meditation. I will post it on our Facebook. Um, we don't have a YouTube channel, which I don't know, maybe someday we will because we record all of these on video. So it may be at some point a good idea to put the video up on YouTube. Um, I'm thinking about all the 
pajama videos and like, am I ready for that? <laughs> I know it could be starting like in 2023. Yeah, right. Well, going forward, we'll like, we'll, you know, we'll, I'll comb my hair and Vanessa will put, you know, change out of her jammies and I'll put yeah. clothes on. Like, I mean, probably in reality, I don't care, but it just, that was my immediate response was like, <laughs> what are some of those? <laughs> If Bailey Sarian okay. can Sorry. record a podcast and her or record her her podcast in her jammies, we can yeah. record in ours. True story. <laughs> it is true. It is true. Oh, she's a funny person. Anyways, so look at some videos, work with some. Now, the one thing that I wanted to recommend, okay, when I got into chakras, I started using a um an Oracle deck. If you need to connect to your chakras called chakra wisdom, Oracle cards. Okay. They are so amazing. There is a complete system. Um, a course that Tori Hartman does that she, um, that she created called life purpose divination. It's taken off since then. I mean, this was back in 2014, um, that I took it and 2014, 2015, um, and it's a beautiful course. Go check it out. I think it's chakrawisdomoracle.com. Um, the deck is beautiful. There's, there's fables behind each one and each one tells us something about that chakra. They're colored, um, by the chakra. It gives you information. There's some great layouts in the book. It, it was my Oracle deck from way back. It was my first one I ever bought. It is still my OG I still, I will repeat that course because, you know, I have all the recordings over and over again when I'm in certain spaces and I need help and insight, like I'll go through the course or I'll pick a chakra because I know I'm stuck there and intuitively use the process. It is truly a, a great tool. I recommend it highly. Um, I have some friends who have also gone through it and found so much success. If anything, you'll learn deeper how to be a better neutral observer. Yeah. We went through it together and it was a huge turn for me. And so as you're saying it, I'm like, I guess it's time. (laughs) Right. It's like hearing hearing the bell that dings in my head when it's like, pay attention. (laughs) It's it's just, it's a really great resource to discover where things are sticking and, you know, and maybe ways or things that you haven't realized, but there are so many tools. And if, if all else fails, if you know somebody who balances chakra, does energy work, and you trust, go seek them, go talk to them. Now, remember, always never give your power up to anybody or anything or any information or any opinion. Please form one yourself. Create a relationship with the information given yourself. Decide, yep, just not for me. It's not something I want. Or, yeah, maybe I need to go, ooh, maybe I need to look at this deeper. What is it that I need to know and move forward? Please never give your power up to anybody and the information they give you. It is only their information, their, their use of the information and their understanding of it. There's a million understanding of the same thing out there. Go seek it, go look for it and form your own opinion. Absolutely. We hope that this fun one has helped connect you to the idea of chakras. If you already know chakras, you may have had fun talking about it. Maybe you have your own insight. Let us know. We'd love to hear 
you know, how you guys, what you guys thought, you know, maybe some questions that you have. We're here for it. Our information to connect to us is after the podcast. Please listen to the outro and we will connect with you next time. If you were triggered by anything said in this podcast, please dial 911 or go to your local emergency room. To more deeply understand your unique emotional reaction to today's podcast, I'd love for you to connect with me. You can find me at Vanessa Perry Counselor at gmail.com or at www.vanessaperry.net. And if you wish to take your healing further through energy work or channeling angels or the highest level beings, please reach out to me, Grace, at graceevergreen.com or graceevergreen at outlook.com. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.